Hey everybody, welcome back to Physiology Secrets. So, I had a pretty pretty positive response to the idea of doing a podcast. So basically the way it's going to run, at least in the early days, is obviously um, I'm more or less just going to do this as I'm driving. I will do the odd one where we have special guests on and um, and have slightly longer podcasts. But generally speaking, 5 to 15 minutes is sort of the length that we'll, that we'll do. Um, just for obviously attention span of five to 15 minutes is a good amount of time there. Um, and we'll just try to keep things fairly straightforward and to the point with as little rambling on as possible. Uh, so what I wanna to cover today is I posted up a, an article in the Mets Mastermind the other day just talking about high intensity interval training um, and basically the recommendations around that. So. Uh, it was a really good article. If you haven't read it, it is a bit, obviously, it's a journal article, so there's a fair bit of jargon involved in it. Uh, but it does cover, it, it covers like 150 uh, research articles on high-intensity interval training. So basically, it's telling us how to get uh, optimal cardiovascular adaptations to it and also uh, the effects it has on the peripheral muscles, so meaning like uh, our ability to tolerate lactic acid and all the rest. And I've read part one. I haven't read part two yet. I mean, I browsed over it years ago, but I can't, I can't really remember um, part two, so I'll cover that soon. But part one was all about maximizing time and accumulating time at VO2 max and the effects that it has on, on our cardiovascular adaptations. So time at VO2 max was defined as uh, sitting or time spent at and above 90% of our VO2 max, or 90% of our, of our maximal oxygen consumption. Okay, so if you were to say do a VO2 max test and you maxed out at um, you know 60 mils of oxygen, then it's about how much time did you spend at 90 mil? Oh, sorry, at 60 mils or above. Um, so you'd have to spend obviously bit 40. And what's that work out to be? 50, 54 mils of oxygen per minute or above. Um, during that training session. So it's how much time we can accumulate at that point there. And look, long story short, the, there, were, there were two main sessions uh, which, which accumulated the most time at VO2 max. And the two main ones that I prescribe and that um, I um, tell most people to do in the Mets Mastermind too. So first one is, is two to four minutes sitting at 95% VO2 max or above, okay, velocity at VO2 max. So if you do a, a ramp test, so for a, for a runner, you would start out, look, it depends on how fit you are, but let's say we start out, males can start at 9Ks an hour on the treadmill, females can start at 8Ks an hour on the treadmill. Every minute, you're going to increase the speed by half a K, so you go from 8 to 8.5 to 9, so on and so forth. Keep increasing the speed until you know, go to your blow until you, until you reach your maximum and you can't actually run any longer uh, take the last stage which you finish so if you for example got to um, you know 30 seconds into 16 k's an hour then you would round it back and go 15.5 k's an hour convert that to pace so 15.5 works out to be 352 pace what's 95 percent of that uh, works out to be 404, if my maths is right, 404 pace. So what that means is for those for those intervals of two to four minutes, you want to hold 404 pace for that duration, all right, and have a walking recovery in between. So really important for a, to have a one-to-one -one work to rest ratio. They they did they showed some uh, some studies where they did a, like a float recovery. So say three minutes on at 95% VO2 max, and then have a float 
recovery at 50% VO2 max. And it was actually detrimental to time spent at VO2 max. What, well, basically what happens was, uh, by having a one-to-one and, and you're actually jogging, there was, it, it took a lot longer to come back down to baseline. Um, and in the next interval, they found there was a, a much more significant anaerobic contribution. So a lot more lactic acid in the legs, which actually inhibited people's ability to be able to hold um, such high speeds there. So really important to have a one-to-one. But having said that, you don't want to have more than a one-to-one either because what happens is, as you, obviously as you understand, when we're training, uh, so your VO2, you're going to get up to your VO2 max or close to, and then as soon as you do a passive recovery or start walking around, your oxygen consumption is going to decrease quite significantly. So what we don't want to happen is that we get to VO2 max and then that we, we, we come back completely to baseline and then in the next interval it takes too long to to get back up to VO2 max again. So it's we obviously know there's, there's a lag period with heart rate and ventilation and all those all those acute responses. So we don't want to we don't want to become so recovered that we can't actually get our oxygen consumption back up again in that two to four minute period, but we don't want to be so fatigued through doing more of a recovery or reducing the time so that we have a massive anaerobic contribution and, and can't hold the speeds anymore. So it's a bit of a fine line, but the reason they suggested two to four minutes is because uh, even if you, you sort of stuff up your recovery times, you should still spend a significant amount of that time at 90% of VO2 max and above, okay? So you can actually do shorter distances. So you can do, say, one to two minutes, but it got really tricky with, with people's velocity at VO2 max there. If they didn't hit the exact numbers, then they were only hitting, say, I think one study was saying they hit 87% VO2 max, another one only just touched in there at 91%. So you're barely spending time at VO2 max if you're doing one to two minutes um, if you're not hitting the exact workload. So don't. So, so basically what they're saying is don't even try. I'm not saying don't even try, but there's, there's better ways to accumulate time at VO2 max going two to four minutes rather than doing one to two just because one to two is a little bit... Um, it's a little bit difficult to get that time at VO2 max. But another good session which you can do is 30 second repeats at 110 to 120% VO2 max. All right, so what that equates to, let's say, all right, we've got that 352 pace at VO2 max. All right, add on 10% to that, and I, I don't know what that is. Let's say it's 331, do the math on the calculator. So you're hitting 331 pace for 30 seconds, and then we're hitting 50% VO2 max in the recovery phase for 30 seconds. So what, 352 pace, divide that by two, and we're hitting about seven, again, don't, don't quote me, 744s, I think that works out to be. Okay, so basically it's, it's stride, jog, stride, jog. Um, so by hitting 110% VO2 max with a 50% active recovery, what that's doing is the first one, two, or three intervals, we're not really getting up to that 90% VO2 max, but in the fourth, fifth, sixth, up to 10, for example, intervals, we are starting to accumulate that time at VO2 max, all right? So for, for the one-to-ones here, so 30 on, 30 off, that's when we do want to have an active recovery because if we do 30 on and then 30 rest, we're not going to hit that VO2 max um, and we're, we're going to recover too much in that 30-second down period. Um, so that's, that's good for 110% VO2 max. You can go up to 120%. If you're gonna do that, that's when we look at going for a 60 second recovery or a, a, a one to two work to rest ratio. So again, let's take that 352 pace, that's our VO2, our velocity at VO2 max, times that by you know, 1.2. Um, and again, that's gonna come down to, don't quote me on the math, somewhere around 315 pace for those. So that means we're gonna do 30 seconds at 315 
and then we're going to do a 60 second recovery uh, back at 50% um, VO2 max there. Okay, so we get longer recovery, but we would have accumulated more time at VO2 max because we've increased the intensity there. So this is a little bit tricky, and it's, but let's just break it down and keep it simple. So all you need to do is do a ramp test up by half a K every minute. If you're doing it on the bike, just go up 15 watts a minute. Start off slow on 90 watts, go up by 15 every minute. Take the last one that you finish. Then it's just some, some math. It's the two main sessions that I recommend doing, two to four minutes at 95% of your velocity at VO2 max with a one to one. So three on, three walk, two on, two walk, four on, four walk. Um, or doing the 30 second repeats at 110% VO2 max with a 30 second recovery at 50% VO2 max. Okay, that's where we do have the active recovery. In terms of how many to do, the study showed anywhere from 12 to 30 minutes for those two to, so that they, they did up to two to five minute efforts. I don't recommend doing five minute efforts. Um, but the longest study showed 30 minutes of, of effort time, so that would be like six by five minutes. Um, and the 12 minute one was uh, four by three minutes. Okay, so I find 20 minutes is a good sweet spot. If you do any more than that, you're really starting to accumulate quite a bit of fatigue. Um, so minimum of 12 minutes, so that could be something like, that could be six by two minutes, that could be four by three minutes, um, or that could be three by four minutes, that's 12 minutes there, plus your walking recovery works out to be 24 minutes. So that's the minimum there. Um, absolute maximum of 30, but really, I. I I never go over 20 or 21 minutes. So the max I'll, I'll give someone to do is six by threes. Um, or actually seven, seven by threes is the absolute maximum. So that's 21 minutes of effort time plus 21 minutes of walking. It's a quality session. We don't want, we don't want to get too much. Uh, more is not better for these intervals. We just want to accumulate 10 minutes of time at VO2 max. So time at VO2 max being 90% and above. All right, so 10 minutes of that. So 10 minutes of accumulating 90% works out to be roughly uh, between 12 and 30 minutes of actual effort time depending on those intervals. So uh, 12 to 20 there. For the 30 second ones, we're aiming to get, if we're gonna do 30 on 30 off, we're aiming to do 30 repeats of that, okay? To accumulate 10 minutes. It's really, really difficult and probably unrealistic to expect somebody to hold, you know, do 30 on 30 off. Um, 30 times in a row. So you really want to chunk this together. So you want to do uh, three three sets of 10 repetitions of 30 seconds with that 30 second recovery. So it works out to be three 10 minute efforts, okay? Recovery in between, try to keep it less than three minutes, all right? If we do more than three minutes, then we're gonna come, that VO2 is gonna come down significantly and it might actually take, you know, two or three or four efforts into the next set to actually get up to that 90% VO2 max in the first place. So keep the rest between two to three minutes. Um, and do three sets of 10 efforts at 30 on, 30 off, okay? Sorry, I rambled a bit there. It, there is a lot of information there. I recommend reading the article. Um, but again, another quick summary. We're looking at two to four minute efforts at 95% VO2 max or 30 by 30s at 110% for the effort and 50% for the recovery, accumulating 30 minutes for the 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, accumulating 12 to 21 minutes ideally, but if you want to go up to 30, then the literature says that's fine for the two to four minute efforts, all right? Twice a week's probably plenty. I never go over three times a week because you do, you do want to mix these up and you don't want to do back-to-back -back sessions. I recommend at least a day in between, so you can do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, or you can have more rest. You can do a Monday, 
Thursday and, and twice a week is fine there. But never do them back to back because we need the recovery. Um, and extra stimulus isn't going to do anything unless we actually have that recovery time down. Okay, I think that pretty much covers it. I will read part two. Um, let me know if you have any more specific questions about work to rest ratios for high intensity interval training. Um, but I'm sure I'll think of, of something else shortly. Uh, speak soon, guys. Thank you.